What's up, boys and girls? It's all my misfits around the world. I'm your host, Rampage the Misfit, and you're tuned in to Misfit Minded, where I bring you everything movie and music related. Today is Wednesday, December 5th, 2018, and that's what to watch Wednesday. Um, I just spent like five hours, four hours in the library cranking out papers and extra credit. It's almost the end of the semester. I can't wait. I actually feel good about it like that's a, that's a rare thing for me <laughs> like finishing work and being like well now I now I'm almost done like it's, you see the light at the end of the tunnel and I, I really do at this point I only have a little bit of school left and I can finally do what you know I'm I've been trying to do I mean this podcast is definitely part of it but to do it as a job that that's the dream right there so and uh I've been watching a lot of movies and TV like um, like I'm, I'm supposed to be doing for this show. So I'm going to get into all that in a second. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. So before I get into my What to Watch Wednesday recommendations, my song of the day is The Mantra by Pharrell Williams and Kendrick Lamar. It's on the Creed 2 soundtrack. Mike Will made it, produced the whole thing. Man, this is probably my favorite song on the entire thing. I am not the hugest fan of Pharrell, but he's one of those artists that will disappear for a long time and I forget that I enjoy his music as much as I do. And when he came on this album, the soundtrack, I had no idea he would bank like bring out something like this. So it's a it's a real catchy song. It's been in my head like all week. And uh, Kendrick Lamar just kills his feature on there. Uh, yeah, the Creed 2 soundtrack is not that bad. Uh, I'd recommend actually the whole thing. Um, no, I don't know if I remember it as much as the first one or if I like it as much as the first soundtrack, but it's still you know, something that I've been listening to on heavy rotation. So go get that and see Creed 2, as you heard in my review yesterday. But um, let's get into the movie reviews now and television reviews for What to Watch Wednesday. So I said yesterday that I was on a Brian De Palma marathon. That was not a lie. Um, And so I saw two of his movies. I will go through both of them and do maybe a few television reviews too. I've been heavy on some TV shows ever since I've taken this uh, intro to TV class. So that's been really fun. But my first What to Watch Wednesday recommendation is going to be the untouchables 
so once if you're like me like a, a movie head basically you've seen all the most popular gangster ones you know goodfellas um casino uh pole fish and reservoir dogs heat like all those like gangster type films uh godfather one and two scarface you've seen the prolific ones but what you may not have seen are the more underground ones uh brian de palma directed scarface obviously everyone knows that um he also did carlito's way which i think is underrated as well um but untouchables is one i've never seen really before i've seen parts of it and we actually watched a part in one of my classes recently uh the very famous baby carriage down the stairs scene which is an amazing sequence um that brian de palma was inspired by battleship potemkin uh it's potemkin it's a very old um german film and i think it's german or is it russian pretty sure it's german um and yeah it's a it's a great like old school movie and brian de palma he loves to copy the people who did it first and create something new he did that with the untouchables and he did it in my next movie as well that i'll talk about um but untouchables is solid it's got um kevin costner as the lead as elliot ness and it's about him trying to catch al capone uh al capone's played by robert de niro obviously i don't need to say anything about him he's amazing and he he does perform a pretty like over-the-top character um but really captures al capone's just toughness and you know like he no one could touch him basically and he's just a savage uh sean connery's in this doing one of the worst irish accents ever (laughs) and that's okay though because he's still sean connery at the end of the day so um but he does i think he got nominated for an oscar for his performance and i don't know if i'd put it that high but he does do a good job with what he's given andy garcia young andy garcia just a solid uh you know gangster film where what i liked about it is that it's about the cops that are actually trying to catch the gangster compared to like al capone's life you know normally movies will go with the gangster side and you know people can see that as glorification and this movie plays the complete opposite side and i mean some of the there's a one plot line about you know his taxes that they they reveal at the beginning that i think they could have saved that for the end or just done it in a better way um, but that's just me nitpicking. I think it's got a great cast. It's got one of the young guys from American Graffiti is in it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a great movie. Um, I wouldn't put it on level with uh, Carlito's Way or Scarface. But it's, if you're looking for a solid, unconventional gangster movie um, with some solid, you know, police work actually, and some moments of still really over the top violence for considering it was made in like 87. Uh, I recommend The Untouchables. It's, it's a good one. So Battleship Potemkin is a Russian film. I should have known that because it features the, like the first ever, our, what we consider the first ever soviet montage or montage sequence on the odessa steps i i definitely got that question wrong on the test maybe (laughs) but yeah soviet film uh, by eisenstein sergey eisenstein 1925 um it's a pretty classic still to this day 
Um, so if you like Rocky Four montages, you got Eisenstein to thank for that. But anyways, my second De Palma feature I watched was Dressed to Kill. It's like one of his most known for on IMDb. And uh, also, it's just got made by uh, Criterion Collection. So they released it on there. And it just that's why I was interested in it. This thing is very problematic <laughs> uh, by 2018 standards. I mean, I'm like the first one to call out some bullshit about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer being offensive or Baby It's Cold Outside being banned from radio stations. I think that's ridiculous. Um, and just people just don't look at the context of it and blow it out of proportion. Uh, just to Kill has some really bad transsexual... Uh, <laughs> you know stuff to say about transsexuals uh, but it was the 80s i believe the early 80s so you have to look like i said in context context it wasn't known for sure and it, it is basically the best psycho remake that we have it's not like a shot for shot remake like van sans in the 90s it's just a he's taking a style of it and applying it to this thriller about a killer that um is being investigated uh, I think the lead actress, there's there's several sequences in this that are just amazing. Like, I'm definitely going to go back to these in the future. There's one in particular that like that I, I was blown away by is when the main character is in the museum and she's chasing after this man. And it's like five minutes and there's no dialogue. It's like a silent movie, but it's so powerful. You get everything from their performances um and that that's something that uh hitchcock would call pure cinema you know from he was making silent movies and he thought that that was the purest form of cinema so i thought that scene was very reminiscent of hitchcock and other scenes as well the opening scene in the shower this this is a really gratuitous movie too that's another thing that i was surprised by you know being made in the early 80s i was shocked that they could get away with this much nudity and i'm wondering if the version i saw was you know director's cut i know i, th I think there's another cut of this film or i might be thinking of a different one but yeah it's one i definitely would add to my collection uh just for those scenes alone the twist at the end's a little like it's like i said problematic and uh also you know there's kind of a cop-out ending but it's like i said a loose adaptation of psycho michael kane's in it i forgot to mention that um but i like this one better than the untouchables i think just for the stylistic choices um alone and just the remnants of hitchcock he brian De Palma was a student of film and you can definitely see it in this movie If you're still listening, uh, one, thank you. And uh, two, so, uh, just to let you guys know where you can watch the films I'm talking about. Uh, number one, Untouchables is available on Showtime uh, as well as Scarface. And Scarface is on Netflix still too, I think. Trust to Kill is available on Hulu. And if you're a student in college right now, they have a deal. You can get Showtime, Hulu, and Spotify for $5 a month. I mean, that's not a lot. That's like a meal. That's a fast food meal. So 
and I don't even use Spotify and I'm just starting to use Showtime a little bit more, but I mostly just use it for Hulu and I think it's worth it. Five bucks. I, I watch one good movie off of there. I feel satisfied. You know, it's a great deal. So I don't even it's not even an advertisement. I'm genuinely saying like that's a good deal if, if uh, you guys are looking for content outside of Netflix. Uh, this next one, though, is on Showtime, too. And this one is is like famous for one scene. It's the scene where Meg Ryan is in a diner. She's faking an orgasm. And then an old lady at the end when she climaxes, fake climaxes, goes, that's I'll have what she's having. I think everyone knew that, you know, going into it. It's just one of those lines, those iconic lines and scenes. But I never saw the movie. I just kind of assumed it was going to be a by the numbers romantic comedy. And I was surprised. I got to say, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan, obviously their chemistry is um really good and not and just a romantic chemistry i mean like on a there's several scenes where they have to play just friends they have to play several scenes where they hate each other and yell each at each other but the whole time you get a sense that you know romantically this could happen uh the late great carrie fisher is in it as one of the best friends it's got some of the best 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 friend characters you know I, the best friends are always annoying in these types of movies but they don't and just narratively it's so unconventional like it's it's not like guy meets girl and there's a meet cute and all the conventions you've known from romantic comedies like it starts off and you're like wait what (laughs) and it goes throughout both of their lives and just sees their relationship over time as opposed to just like within a year or something um so I really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was actually really funny. There's scenes I I love Billy Crystal so, and I do miss him on the Oscars. I wish he was still doing it. Uh, they just announced Kevin Hart is doing the Oscars, and I'm not looking forward to it. I don't think he's funny. Um, his early stand up, I was a fan, but he's he's just become so oversaturated in movies right now that I just am over it but that new one with him and brian cranston actually looks decent that comes out next month so i'll I'll give that a chance but just i can't see it he's not built for it but anyways um when harry met sally good movie and there's some like little vignettes of of older couples they play throughout saying how they met each other which i think work really well rob reiner directed this um you know he did this is spinal tap another great comedy and i think when harry met sally is underrated i don't hear enough people talk about that um even people who are into romantic comedy so definitely recommend that when it's playing on showtime right now So the next TV show I'm going to talk about, uh, it's for my TV class. I watched some episodes, wrote a paper on it, just got it back, got 100%. You know, not a big deal. No, I'm just kidding, but I did get 100, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's a show that I'm familiar with. Um, you know, it's kind of a spinoff, and I love the originals. I just rewatched them recently. It was perfect timing with this class, so I was like, you know what, I'm, let me do it, and I'm not finished yet, but I like what I'm seeing so far. That show is Hannibal. Um, it's a unfortunately canceled now. It had three seasons. Brian Fuller uh, produced it and wrote it. And basically, 
it's taking Hannibal Lecter and, you know, it's like a prequel. Like when he met Will Graham and he's still practicing as a doctor, still eating people. That's still the same. Um, but Mads Mikkelsen is Hannibal and then Lawrence Fishburne is in it. And uh, the cast is all pretty solid. I, I forget the guy's name who plays Will Graham, but he's a pretty solid actor. He does a lot of the heavy lifting, um, which is surprising, you would think, in a show called Hannibal. But that's how the movies were, too. So I, I like that they did that. Um, aesthetically, it's really it really uses colors. Um, one of the episodes I wrote about, it might even be in the pilot. Um, they go into the same bathroom the same bathroom from the shining with the red uh stalls which i thought was really really cool um nod to kubrick and there's just certain things like that you know uh it's it's not like other uh, cop procedurals um because when will graham see he like sees the crime scene in his head and he actually like commits the crime uh like you know shoots the people and it's really graphic it's really bloody so if you're not into that you don't have to watch it but i'm assuming if you're into hannibal lecter it would be something you'd have you'd be interested in uh, unfortunately for this one like i said it's canceled it's not available on any of these streaming websites but and you know not telling you to break the law or anything you know definitely not saying to do that but if you were so inclined uh you go to the daily motion someone uploaded all three seasons so and if you had a chromecast like i do say you could cast it to your tv and watch the entire season been watch it which is what i'm gonna do after i finish this segment so hannibal i recommend it um I'll, I'll get back to you guys when I finish the seasons, but from two episodes, it's piqued my interest. And like I said, I do not watch TV like that. So definitely check that one out. All right, guys, that is it for today and for What to Watch Wednesday. Gave you a couple of movies, gave you a TV show. I don't even watch TV like that, and I gave you a TV show because I'm just that generous. Showtime, Hulu, Daily Motion for all of those recommendations. And check out my Stardust uh, video review um, profile that's on Stardust, the app where you can watch all my 30 second short reviews for movies that you don't get here it's just another version you know what i mean it's it's like uh a youtube uh but not youtube it's just all video reviews and i'd love for you guys to check out my profile at misfit minded on there like uh my posts i have misfit minded on instagram misfit minded the facebook page is up go like that share the podcast and listen i'm loving all the support i'm getting I really appreciate it. And until next time, enjoy your mind trip, but don't trip on your mind.